welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. My name is Sammy Reyes and I'm your host. This podcast is for those who are seeking their calling and their truth and purpose. Whether you're 15, 35, or 65, I believe I can provide you with real advice to guide you to fashion your passion. Let's get to it. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need, and all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Welcome back to the Fashion Your Fashion podcast. This week I'm here with Miss Allison Ferrier, who is a high school teacher, a yoga teacher, a mom, and a wife. This week we're talking all about gratitude and how it can impact you in your day-to-day life. So, Ms. Farrier, just so my audience can get a good feel for who you are, just do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, so, a, a little about me. Um, I'm, a, uh, I'm a spiritual person in human form. I guess that's the way I'd first identify myself. And then we'll go through all like, the roles that I play. Yeah. But as you said, um, I am a teacher. I teach at Somers High School with uh, where Sammy goes. And um, I grew up in lower Westchester County and was um, raised Catholic um, and went to Catholic school. And some of that I'm questioning now, now later (laughs) in life, and do I want to do the same path with my own kids? And then I went to Boston College and got my degree there in English. And I originally minored in education because I wasn't sure I wanted to teach. But then once I got into the business world and worked for a year in the city, I knew I really wanted to get back to teaching. I had had my degree in teaching and my um, teaching certificate in Massachusetts that I took all the New York State tests. And um, pretty much, yeah, almost like 20 years later now, or a little over 20, um, I'm at Somers. And um, we live in uh, the Connecticut area near Danbury. And we have three kids. My husband also teaches. He's at Newtown High School in Connecticut, social studies. And um, some of the greatest benefits, I think, beyond you know, touching people's lives mm-hmm. here at school has been having that time at home with our family over yeah. the summers. Yeah, um, that's we have so a, nice. Like is. two teachers like together. It's yeah, like, yeah. it worked out nice. Yeah. We didn't plan that. He was in a different field early on and had always thought about teaching and he had a degree in history. So right. he too went back um, early in our dating and, and was seeing if he wanted to teach. Yeah. And now three kids later, we have a son, Samuel, who's uh, 12 He's in sixth grade. Um, Lily is seven in second grade, and um, Emmeline, or we call her Emmy, our third <laughs> child, is uh, it's pre K four, and we just registered mm-hmm. her for kindergarten. So That's we're in that exciting. you know yeah that age of um, not babies and infants and changing yeah, diapers. So it's now. like it's Look evolving. Yeah, yeah, it's evolving, and and that's when the like the yoga teacher stuff came in, where I was right. like, I had done yoga on and off with my pregnancies with them, and. I just more for the breathing and you know mm-hmm. f- being grounded and being present yeah. and remembering to breathe in those moments when you're stressed. So that's what drew me to going to classes a lot on my own. And then so last year, my I joke it's my midlife crisis. I said <laughs> to my husband, "Can you handle one weekend a month where 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm out of the house? Yeah, just that one weekend." And I did it for the full year. And mm-hmm. now 
I'm teaching some classes after yeah. school free here at the high school, and I feel like it's added a new ele element to the, you know, the next 15 years that'll probably be until I retire kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, really it's transformed our school culture even in the past couple of months. Like, just knowing cool. you and knowing that you're here, <laughs> it's like, and, you know, you and Miss Stewart and all, everyone. Thank you. So you are, like, my spiritual guru. Like, you just, <laughs> all the questions, like, come to you, and it's honestly, it's incredible, and I'm just, like, I'm so inspired by it. But today I really want to focus on gratitude and the impact of practicing gratitude. And it's so funny because this morning I was listening to the School of Greatness podcast that Lewis has, and Erwin um, McManus was talking, and he, you know, Lewis had asked him about, um, you know, for people who are sort of in that, you know, sort of depressive state, or they're, you know, so they're they're going through all of the, you know, all the things with anxiety. Like, what's one thing that? you can tell them to start with and mm -hmm. he literally said like find one thing you're grateful for to pull you out and give you that perspective and okay. I was like that's so true because for me you know when I first started getting it and it's, now it's something I'm so passionate about and mm -hmm. I talk to you know tell everyone about it but when I f first started getting into gratitude and practicing gratitude I really found a profound you know, impact in my day-to-day -day life. Like, literally, it would be, like, the middle of the day, and I'd be, like, going through something, and I'd, like, you know, sit back for a second, and I'd be, like, wow, like, actually, this thing happened today, and it was really good, and, I, and it just, it transforms how you, it shifts how you, you know, think. yeah, yes. yeah, totally, and, like, it really impacts your intention for the day, too. Um, so what are some benefits that you have seen through your, you know, your journey and your practice? I love that and intro, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you have, like, <laughs> embraced gratitude, because I do think it gives you perspective throughout the day even on those days we would normally term bad days where things didn't quite go the way we expected or had hoped that you can still at the end of the day or, or at the beginning of the next day write down two or three things that have you know meaning to you or yeah. little moments that made you grateful yeah. and then it starts you know transforming the way you go through the day because you're like I'm going to write that in my journal mm -hmm. later it was this great little moment I had with Sammy or a different student or in this class or you know, with my kids in the morning or the evening. Yeah, so, totally. um, yeah, I'll tell you a little, a little bit just, I was thinking too of how I even started kind of doing my own gratitude yeah, thing. I'd give you a little it. of the journey. So, um, so I, I, well, I, I think early on in my marriage, I was work, I was, you know, it's shifting your whole priorities of how you live and you've got to get used to somebody else in the house with mm -hmm. you. And I was finding I would get, you know, angst filled if I had straightened an area or my husband came and, and you know, was living life and mm -hmm. messing up the kitchen and cleaning up his own yeah. way. But I had to start thinking about how I could handle my anxieties and my stresses. So that, that year, and I had seen a therapist one other time in my early 20s when I had another relationship being broken up um, that was helpful, but I don't think I was quite ready. So I started seeing this therapist in the area, and she was she had suggested – um, you know, write down either keep a journal, which I had already done anyway, more of a diary thing yeah. where I'd write my feelings. But she said, think about writing a gratitude journal, um, you know, nightly, one or two things that you're grateful for. It could mm -hmm. be simple things like my feet work and I was able to go for a walk today yeah. and I have feet. Um, yeah. And so I started it then, but I don't think my heart was fully in and I was more focusing on, you know, now we got to start thinking about kids because we're married and settling into the marriage. Mm -hmm. I, but again, like little times throughout my life, there were reminders of gratitude and yes, keep a journal. Yes. At that time too, the Oprah show was still on and yeah. Oprah had talked about how she started keeping a gratitude journal and it had transformed her life to look for two or three things each night to write in the journal. Mm -hmm. So I actually, that year in, in school here at Somers High School, I taught a class called College Study Skills, and it was about skills for college and for life. Yeah. And I, I asked kids each day to write down two things they were grateful for mm -hmm. in, in their school notebook. Right. 
And a lot of them had said, you know, this is a nice way to just check in and find a little bit pulse of, of happiness yes. throughout the day. Yes. So I tried it then. I dabbled in it. I didn't really stick with it as much as I would have liked to. And then more or less when I... Um, I started, I started going to Al-Anon, which is a, like a 12-step program for people who have um, people in their lives who, who, who drink or you're mm-hmm. troubled a little by their drinking. And so there's a little of that on my husband's side, and sometimes he has some issues where he drinks right. more than I'm comfortable with. But then I kept hearing the same thing. I'd go to these Al-Anon meetings, which is all about how can, you can transform your own life and you can't, yeah. always, you can't control the person who has yes. the drinking issues. Yes. So what can you do in your own hula hoop? And that was another major theme of this 12-step program, which are the same 12 steps as AA, which mm-hmm. is Alcoholics Anonymous, but this is for families or friends. So another time I'm now hearing gratitude, gratitude, and it transforms you. Yes. And so then it starts to click because I'm also hearing it in yoga teacher training and right. in the yoga classes. And so I would say probably almost almost to the day, like March, two, three years ago, March mm-hmm. 2016, um, where we were kind of going through another rough patch, my husband, with some of that stuff, and I was going back to Al-Anon more and seeing a therapist mm-hmm. and, um, and doing more with yoga just to feel centered and present yeah. with me. And she, she brought it back up. I'm like, all right, this is now eight times in yeah. my life over the last 15 yeah. years people have talked about keeping a gratitude journal. So that very same um, month, I, all, I started a morning meditation mm-hmm. where I'd get up at 5.15, 5.30 before the kids were up. I'd yes. go down in the basement where no one even knew I was up and awake. I'd have my coffee and just spend five minutes breathing or listening to a, an app called Simple Habit where yes. it's got a quick meditation. And then after that, I made it my routine to keep a journal down there just for that. And I'd write two or three things I was grateful for in that journal and then read a, a reading from some of the Al-Anon literature just about how to transform and you know yeah. make changes that are healthy yeah. in your re- own reactions to other people and events in your life. And that I just found that was like the best way to start my day. I found I woke up excited to write in the journal and go down and have my five minutes of peace. Yeah. And it's uh, even if I was anticipating a long, busy day with a lot to grade or teaching a book I hadn't taught in a right. while and needing, yeah. like, just stressed about the events of the day. It, it just set me off on my way, getting dressed and into the day and on my commute in a happier place. Um, and so then I also, we started uh, doing it as a family. We don't do it nightly, but when we have family dinners four or five times a week, we pass the little, a different gratitude journal we That's keep so on our cute. dining room table around. And my even my my little one who's four and a half, she says the same thing a lot. She'll say, yeah. I love my pink toy phone uh-huh. or I love flowers. But it's she, a start. It's, it's a, a start. start. Yeah. She's being she's thinking of being thoughtful about yeah. what she has that she that makes her happy in life. Yeah. Oh, and that totally. you should, you know, take a moment to take stock of that. So um, I guess it's now transformed into something where I'm like, you know, hoping to pass it on to my own kids. But I just know each day in my own life it's created such a positive impact to come in and start off on the right foot. Even if I didn't sleep great, well, I have a bed to sleep in. I have a warm house with heat. I have, um, you know, it's raining outside. I have a a roof over my head. All the basic things we really need, a heart, our lungs, Mm -hmm. a body that functions, they all are there. And it keeps it it in perspective. Totally. Yeah, and that's how I really started it out because I started out just doing like, because I didn't even know what I was getting into either, but I knew it had come up so much in my life, like, you know, same with you, that I was like, I just have to do something about it. Um, And I started and I just like, I did the little things, you know, like the things that like you would hear, you know, from like the most like typical people Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, how to, you know, sort of practice gratitude. And 
um, from there, like nowadays, like in the morning when I sit down and I do it, I think about the day before and what had happened then and sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, go through and like, I mean, now I do like five to 10 things just because I can't yeah. even stop. Yeah. But in the beginning, there's some days where I'll just do like three and I'm like that, like, you know, but it's seriously, it transforms the way in which, you know, you just go about your day. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, I can't even say enough words about yeah. it. It's like, it's incredible. But so a lot of my listeners know that I like, you know, step processes, yeah. you know, just all the steps and like keeping it easy for them. So if we can just go through sort of how people and especially teens in general um, could sort of implement this into their lives. I mean, I, we touched a little bit on it, you know, through your story, but yeah. let's sort of, you know, go and create a little step by step process of it. Um, if you want to dive yeah. in, I'll, you know. Yeah. Touch on. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I think I think some of the what I like to do is 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 you, you buy some kind of a beautiful journal. Um, I don't know if you also know that Miss uh, Miss Perch and Mr. Amato and I, other teachers here at the high school, started by uh, Mrs. Lieto, who also used to te- teach uh, in the alt school in English. She, they started a daily gratitude journal. So we'd pass around a marble notebook, and I would write in it, and then we'd pass it to Mr. Amato and then Mrs. Perch, and we each day pass it on to each other. So. Um, I think one of the simplest things is, you know, and it's just, again, I attribute all, all of this back to Carol Lieto, who used to teach here, nice. um, is buy a journal. And it doesn't have to be some pretty journal. This is just a marble notebook we mm-hmm. use. I had bought journals for some of my colleagues when I ran a, a little workshop on yeah. finding happiness in the school day when, you know, the stresses of teaching and being oh, yeah, a mom 100%. and all of that. You yeah. know, running around in these 40-minute periods where you're really just like you it's really only 25 minutes of teaching by the time you yeah. all settle in from yeah. the last period and going into the next. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say buying a journal that makes you happy to look at. I have another one I use that uh, Tori Pagliaro gave me yes. that um, I use specifically for some stuff yoga-related for yeah. her gratitude. So I think that might be a first step. Mm-hmm. And then... And then um, setting aside, I think, a quiet space and a time that you can, as much as possible, keep a little routine, whether it's in the morning first thing or Mm -hmm. if it's three things that you write down before you get in bed and it's on your nightstand. Um, I mean, is that how you do it as well? That's that's how I work it. Yeah, so actually in my – the planner that I have, it has a whole section for – and then I also – I do – I've mentioned this before, but I do – um, my own sort of version of Rachel Hollis's Star Today journal as well. Yeah. So I have two sort of, you know, areas where I do practice gratitude. And so when I, in the morning, I'll do it because it just, it sets me up for the day. And so when I come back from the gym, I'll, that's what I'll do. I'll mm-hmm. go through my Star Today journal and I'll do that. I'll do the five there. And then I'll go through um, my planner and I'll do the five there. And so that's how I started to do it. And I love my planner because um, it has, you know, what am I grateful for? And then right next to it has what am I excited about today? Oh, so I it love goes that. from, so because I, for my gratitude now, I reflect on my, you know, the day before. So yes, I have, what's the past? so what's the good about yesterday? And what am I excited about for today? Yes. I love having them right next to each other. It just, yes. for me, it's, it's wonderful. And then I, you know, I'll go over the next section and just plan out my day. But like those two right next to each other, it's just like, it's beautiful. And it's like, all right, so let me carry the things, the good things from yesterday, right? And mm-hmm. let me carry th- that, you know, that energy into some sort of the thing, the good things that will happen today. I love right? that. Right? And it just, I, I don't know. I love it a lot. Um, I but, think that sets off, starts off the day, too, with even if you know it's a busy day, well, I'm going to, you know, have a quick five-minute conversation with so-and-so today. Yes. And it gives you things to look forward yeah, to and shift the way totally. your perspective on even a busy, carried day is. Yeah, so yeah. I love and that. And especially, like, with teaching, it's, like, if you're, like, say one day, like, you're teaching something that you, like, you, you love so much, like, oh, like, that period, like, I'm teaching that. And then, yeah. you know, then you're so excited 
throughout the entire day even because you're like, oh, I'm looking forward to this. You know, and sometimes you don't even think about that at first, but when this is a great reminder to sort of have that in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but when I started, I would do it right at night, like before I went to bed because yep. it was a nice, like just, you know, I would journal like pages and pages of whatever and yeah. then I would do this and then I would go to sleep and it would be so nice just, you know. To clear your head too so you can yes. sleep soundly and take stock in what was great and what, you know, and yeah. what you needed to get out if you're doing just a regular or a diary journal thing yes. at the night of things that you might still have some issues where you want to put them to rest before yeah. you try to literally rest. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. All right. So a little tough question, but I know a bunch of people, like, they've always been saying, like, oh, I want to do it, but I don't really have, like, the time to. Mm-hmm. So what's, like, one tip you would say for people who don't really, like, or they say they don't have the time to do it? That's a great, um, great question because I think even when thinking about when I was going to maybe start this quick five-minute meditation and – I was like, uh, when am I going to do it? And, and how can I make time for this? And, uh, you know, I'm, my commute's long. And yeah. I, so I think there are two things that you, you've got to think about. To make it doable, you could honestly do it whenever. You could do it by talking into your cell phone with Siri on the, after something amazing just happened. Yeah. I, I am a fan of, I text myself. So even just <laughs> yeah. instead of adding things into notes, I'll say, Siri, text me. And then it directly sends to me so I can write it down later a quick thought of mine, even if I'm on the go or in the car or on the totally. bus or on a commute. Yeah. That's, say, I've never heard that before. That's amazing. Yes, I love I, that. I mean, it's just a quick on the go way. And I still like the habit of actually handwriting it. There's something about a tangible pen on a page noting what oh, you're grateful. Oh, 100%. So this doesn't ser- serve as my only journal, but it's a reminder yeah, to write reminder, it in later. Because yeah. sometimes there's these quick little moments of, oh my God, that was so great, but I might forget it by this evening when yes, I do my gratitude yes. journal. So that's one quick thing I'd say. Even with like meditating, people say, I don't have five minutes to meditate. I'm like, you could w- meditate while you're walking. If you take a quick yeah. five-minute walk outside, yeah. it's meditative to just spend a minute looking at that tree or up at the clouds and seeing totally. a shape in the clouds like totally. you did when you were little. So yeah. it can be on the go. I do think there is a benefit to setting aside, even if it's just three to four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it did mean setting my alarm a little earlier. And yeah. I do love my sleep, but yeah. I became more of a shower at night person and I'm going to just have my hair mostly done. I just can, mm-hmm. you know, whip a wand around it and fix it. Yeah. And I, and there's such a piece to, especially in a busy household, if you have siblings, if mm-hmm. you're a teenager or parents are getting up early, even just to have that five minutes alone mm-hmm. where you have your coffee or your tea or yeah. just look outside at the moon or, and yeah. the sun rising and then write in it then. Yeah. Um, and then there's also comfort to doing it at night. So even if you don't think you have the time in the morning because it's too fast paced of a life, have it on your nightstand by yeah. your bed with the pretty cover that reminds you with the pen stuck right in yes. there. Yes. And you just write down two things. Exactly. So it's a nice way to do it. Um, and then, as I said, the other thing I do with my family is we keep one right on our mm-hmm. dining room table, and that's, we'll pass it. That's beautiful. I love that. I think hopefully it's it's building in them, and you probably know yeah. the transformative community power of it. When you start feeling positive and grateful, there's an energy that spreads from you, and then mm-hmm. from you to another person, and then by yes. the time you know that energy is spread, you have affected multiple yeah, and people. Yeah, it comes right back to you it too. Does. It's it incredible. Does. So there's a power in, in doing it, I think, with my colleagues here, with Mrs. Perch and Mr. Amato, and getting to see the cute things they're grateful for, because yeah. that, that gives me a sense of 100%. celebrating their lives yes, too, yes, you know, like, exactly, oh my God, she exactly. had a hug with little John this morning. Yeah. And did the, it just makes me happy yeah. to see other people happy. So yeah. it really is contagious in multiple yeah. ways, just like a disease. It's, in a, good, it's a good disease yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. contagious. Oh, totally, totally. And it's so funny, because like, a bunch of people who I talk to, they're like, Sam, like, how do you do it all? Like, you go to the gym, like, you do yoga, whatever. And I'm like, 
well for me like i'm a morning person so i'm up at 3 30 every yes. morning like it's no issue for me but a bunch of people are like saying like i just could never do that ever and i'm like well you know you could always like just get up at 6 and not 6 30 you right. know you could always just get up but whatever like you know or you know just like it do it literally right before you go to bed like mm-hmm. once you hop into bed let them do it and then go to bed yeah. and that's fine like, you yeah. know but it's like it's for me i think it's like because people look at like how when i get up and what you know my yeah. sort of my routine it's like so jurassic and people are like not used to it but they, it's really just like taking those baby steps and, absolutely you know, sort it doesn't of like, have to be a drastic emulation of i need to do it exactly yeah. that same, yeah. same way you have to find a way that that works for you in your life and your schedule and and any little reminders of, of the you know really we have our health we have a functioning beautiful body that yeah. leads us through this world we have family that loves us we have food I mean you yes. look at that and we have more than what 90% of people the people on this globe yeah. have so yeah. the littlest things it doesn't have to be something it could be someone letting you into traffic with a kind wave yes. in the morning yes. um, I love just that. as a Great. reminder you know little yeah. reminders of yeah. how wonderful it is to be yeah. alive and it can honestly even be like on a post-it note like if it you could. like if you've gone into school and you like you just you know like number it one two three four five and then just write it on there like that's yeah. that's a that's a start you know as, as long yeah. as you're starting it and like doing it like that's fine like obviously the more like you know the more like i guess cute way of doing it would be you know nice turn up like if you start it then you could escalate towards there absolutely oh incredible yeah um last but not least uh based off of the title of this podcast and this is the question that i ask all my guests what is one tip that you would give dreamers based off of how you have fashioned your passion passions plural whatever you want to go into a tip on how on what i would like the idea of fashion your passion a tip that i would give listeners on how to to do that how to have their passion take shape um, it's a great question. I think, you know, when I struggle with it, I, I look to, I look to the masters. I look mm-hmm. to people who've kind of been pondering this question before. Mm-hmm. So, um, that doesn't mean reading some 600 page book. What I found that has been so helpful and enlightening for me and kind of finding this path to the yoga stuff and then maybe implementing it here at the school and, um, some of these dream projects of things that fill me up on that. I had put aside a little while I was in the you know the baby years of mm-hmm. raising all the kids, is uh, even even podcasts like this. I, I every morning pretty much listen to either Super Soul Sunday or there's a new one called that's Oprah, um, meaning meaningful conversations by with Maria Shriver, mm-hmm. um, Gabby Bernstein. Mm-hmm. You know, listening and sometimes that's the universe's way of telling you, oh my God, that little seed of that hope of some little dream you thought about but yeah. had thought it's too crazy and too far out there you'll hear it on the podcast or something you're reading and it falls in your lap or a book falls on the floor oh my gosh those coincidences are really not coincidences it's it's everything conspiring to kind of say go for that passion yes so being willing to listen to the little signs out there listening to podcasts and people who've been pondering the same questions Mm -hmm. doing some reading finding some ted talks online um and really for me I think that five minutes of quiet time in the morning where I just breathe and I write in a journal with a fresh, clean slate, when you are still and you're away from technology or you're out on a walk, I, that's when I find my best thoughts come yes. to me. When I feel inspired yes. about something creative inside of me or oh, I have an idea for a little children's book I want to write with my daughter Lily. Is yeah. the main, you know, Those are moments of silence where everything else, all the clutter and static is wiped yes. out and you have the chance to hear what those little whispering buds of your beautiful inner soul are saying, go for it. Do it. This is your passion. Mm-hmm. So that those would be my little tips and tidbits. Perfect. And that is things perfect. that have helped me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my goodness. 
Misfire. <laughs> this is honestly, like, I was not expecting this at all. Like, my life has literally been, like, just, it's, it's, I have a new life now. I feel like, all like, right, everybody, is... I paid Sammy $50 <laughs> to say that. <laughs> but I always feel like we had such a good connection anyway with yes. the, the same like-minded yes. thoughts on inspiring people. And it's so people. funny to me that, like, I never had you as an actual teacher. And, like, I still, like, to this day, I'm like, wow. Like, you know, who knew? I know. It's incredible. I'm so, it's incredible. I'm so lucky that I saw you in the hallway sitting out of the English department. Oh and you goodness. made cookies and stuff for the holidays. Yes. And you have just an outgoing personality that I think inspires. And, and I Thank try you. to emulate that, too. So, you know, following the, the role models of people who inspire you. And it, there's enough love and good stuff happening for everybody. It shouldn't totally. be a competitive. I think totally. girls, we tend to sometimes be competitive with one another. Yes. yes. The more I celebrate you, the more I'm filled up, too. So, yeah, you know, yeah the exactly. love with each other. And exactly. It's a good thing. Yes. So. Well, thank you so, 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 so much. <laughs> thank you for, for doing this. Me. I appreciate it immensely. Like, it's just, it's I love the podcast. Amazing. I can't wait to hear more and all the people you've interviewed you. so far. So Thank you. It's been my pleasure. So for all my listeners, if you want any more tips on gratitude or anything else besides that, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Spiritual Jew and at Fashion Your Passion Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you. Oh, my goodness! That was so good. Oh, Oh. I'm like, I can't even. I feel I like just, we did a little Oprah thing here. I'm super excited. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so I had a dream last night. So 